I hate you all. See, um, see this podcast is going to be good because it's going to be Jared and I teaming up on Josiah. No, no. I thought it was going to be the other way around because <laughs> I there's don't a think thing. So. No, why, why would you guys okay. team up on me? Well, there's a thing I wanted to bring up. <laughs> all right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just. No, so, well, the thing is, Jared and I are both really chaotic, and that's why I feel like we'll team up on you. Yeah. We're also close even, friends. That's true. <laughs> close personal friends. But you've been mad. Caleb, you've been mad at him for the... I can't believe this is happening. (laughs) So, okay, to give context, this is our third attempt at recording this episode. Because... We we we're gonna we're gonna record Monday and the Jared canceled and then we we're gonna record Tuesday and the Jared canceled and now it's Thursday and this episode comes out this coming Monday so I'm gonna have to scramble to edit okay. so I was gonna do an intervention I was gonna be like Jared are you committed to the podcast <laughs> and uh, Caleb and I think you should quit your job <laughs> I mean he could wow. still do that I, I like if he if he wants to quit his job. I'll support it. I can't believe you're turning on me. I'm not turning on you. Job, I just don't so care. I like okay. my job. This is like this is like on Twitter. Uh, uh, I guess probably future guest, but uh, a friend of mine, Nate Teeson, was like made a tweet where he was like, "Everybody make fun of me." <laughs> And then everybody in the making fun of him <laughs> summits, like on the replies, all turned on me. I wasn't even there. <laughs> I saw that, I saw that before you even joined in, and I was like, oh, that that sucks, but this is hilarious. It, yeah, it was like everybody because the way that uh my girlfriend made fun of him was she's like, every time I feel bad about dating a white boy, I look at you and go, At least he's not that white. And then everybody started rolling with making fun of me for being the white boy. And then all of a sudden, Nate comes in and is like, everybody, like, we're supposed to be making fun of me right now. And Caleb replies, we're not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Feel the love, man. Yeah, yeah, so that's the people that I I call my friends. They take every conversation and they make it about you. They just I, mean, love that's you a, so I guess that's one way to look at it. <laughs> now, I was trying to find something for you to play, but it's 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 taking longer than I thought. You should play Ocean Man by Ween. <laughs> Is that like a porpoise noise or something? It's supposed to be boo. <laughs> Ooh, boat parade. That's a good video. Yeah, watch it. Boat parade, boat parade, looking for directions to the boat parade. Gonna get a supper standing out here all day, trying to get a ticket to the boat parade. I appreciate the boaters for dropping. Boat parade, boat parade, gonna meet a lady at the boat parade. Forgot my shoes at home and now my feet are turning gray. Missing grandma's birthday for the boat parade. Boat parade, boat parade, boat parade, boat parade, boat parade. I had time, I'd get on one of those boats and I'd be carrying a flag also. It looks like you're having a good time and the whole world is watching. Boat parade, boat You can turn boat it off parade, at this point because it, it's really a, just a boat lot of boat parade from here on out. Oh, we're still, still going to keep playing it off. Oh, boy.
I, uh, really nice guys. I want to get Nick Lutzko on the show. <clears throat> I agree because we've been, you know, using his content. <laughs> Actually, rules. wait, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> I think we should. I like him. <laughs> he makes the best songs. I just thought that was appropriate. He is an incredible musician. And he's always sweaty, which I appreciate. I like that. I like that. I like that about him. I always put it in the show notes, so it's like allowed. I agree. I agree with that interpretation of the law. Yeah, I mean, that's not how it is. I actually was reading about royalty-free, or like like, like uh, laws about playing music on the podcast, and it, mm-hmm. all the lawyers are like, there's a lot of myths about how if you're not making money from it, you can, you can still use it, and that's not true. So even if we didn't have the Patreon, we could still get in legal trouble for using people's songs. No shit. Well, I found a loophole around the Ocean Man thing, maybe. It's the same uh-huh. tune, but it's just a kid voice cracking the entire time. <laughs> so hold on. Josiah, get ready. Ocean Man, take me by the hand, lead me to the land. That you okay, okay, okay. Oh, we can't, we can't, we can't keep doing this. Pretty good. Well, thank you. I'm that was pretty good. To Do you have any other recommendations, Caleb? No, 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 no. Well, I'm so excited <clears throat> that there's already so much of this I'm going to have to edit out. Um, what? Why? <laughs> why would you edit that out? We have two solid minutes of Ocean Man. Yeah, I'm not, sung I'm by not. somebody's voice. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part um, about when I play music on here is it plays so like my my mixer is kind of fucked up, so it plays super loud. Yeah, so I can't hear anything. Like, yeah, I know at all. Yeah, I know. It's I hate editing it. Yeah, but it's rough for me also. But I do it well, for the show, Josiah, and so well, should you. As I, unlike others, am committed. Damn, he attacked your character. I'm moving on. As <laughs> listeners of the show know, we uh, we are working our way through the Love Dare uh, because, okay, y- y- as is obvious right now, uh, Jared and I are going through a bit of a rough rough patch. Yeah, uh, we're we're fighting on air. I've accused him of being a fascist on many occasions. Mm-hmm. You and um, that online quiz. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're working our way through the, you know, the Christian marriage counseling book, The Love Dare. We're on day Which two. Which is not going to help the fascism, but. No, no. Uh, day two. <laughs> uh, just thought I'd read that for today. This is the challenge for today. Uh, Thank you. Starts with Ephesians 432. It says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other. The hell, that other, was last week. Just as God in Christ has so has forgiven you. Today's dare. In addition to saying nothing <laughs> negative to your spouse again today, oh, I'm not I'm not doing that part. Do at least one part. do at least one unexpected gesture as an act of kindness. Uh I fumbled trying to figure out what the fuck I was gonna do in the last five minutes before we started recording. Uh Dude, so what the Jared, hell? I didn't check your check your mail uh in a few days. I sent you a card from post <laughs> postcard.com or whatever it was you piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) it's it's good let me know when your laptop gets in i'm gonna send you a virus (laughs) (laughs) why are you mad at me i a postable postable postable.com i sent you a a thinking of you card through postable.com well i guess i've got until the end of the episode to think of a nice gesture for you 
Oh, it's not supposed to be a two-way street necessarily. I mean, if you want to, it can be. Wait, I thought it was. I thought the love dare was we both had to do it. Well, usually uh, this is one person that sucks that decides to do the love dare. Really? Yeah. Well, that's how the movie Fireproof happened. Oh, interesting. I, I thought it was but, a two-way street because, you know, that's kind of how I viewed relationships. But I'm glad to know it's not that way. No, it's not. This Much is like the, I the... now view relationships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should start the show. This is getting out of hand. Already. I also appreciate that you are you you are admitting to be the one with the problem. That's yes. a big oh, step. Absolutely, that's a big step. Well, as you can tell, this episode's about the ocean. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the wettest episode of Very Legal, Very Cool. Yeah. Indeed. Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, the wet episode. Music's playing. We'll get this. Is, this is where you can do some stretches if you want to get ready. But I don't want to. And don't worry, Caleb, we got some we got some questions. Thank God. <laughs> Can't rely on my personality for that long. Before we get to the questions, we've got to ask the all-important question. Mm-hmm. What you drinking? Uh, lemonade. Nice. Yeah. Josiah? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm drinking a couple things. I'm drinking some more Carlo Carlo Rossi wine that came in the jug, and I'm also drinking a, a gingerade kombucha to help with my nice. digestion. Oh, what are okay. you What are you drinking, Jared? <clears throat> well, I'm also drinking a couple things. I've got myself a. Uh, a glass of bullet bourbon and a sprite. That's exciting. not mixed, just separate. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, we are joined today with the one and only Caleb, my brother. I know That's, at least yeah. more than one Caleb, but well, no, I'm the most request person to be on your podcast. Like everyone, <laughs> well, you know, pe- people come up to me and they're like, "When's Caleb gonna be on?" And I'm, I'm like, "I don't know. I don't true. know." And, <laughs> You know, it's finally yep. happened. Yep. Uh, Caleb has been harassing us on Twitter until he was let <laughs> onto the podcast, which is uh, a, a note for all our listeners that that's that's how you get on this show is you just nag us quite often. And yeah, it does it's, work. it's worked. Yeah, it's now worked officially. Well, let's let's introduce you a little bit. Let's ask you some questions here. So, uh, I mean, I guess real quick, like, why are you qualified to talk about the ocean? Caleb. Uh, so I am training to be an aquarist. Other than a star sign. What is that? <laughs> uh, so like I'm, I'm doing aquarium sciences, which is kind of like a trade where I, I learned a lot about like chemistry and biology and construction. I take care of a lot of sea animals, but I mean, at the base of it, it's really just like being a fish janitor. So, <laughs> now is, is aquarium sciences what you do if you can't get into ocean school? Yes. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Uh, are you perhaps like really brilliant about ocean stuff, but you're kind of working as the fish janitor, and then one day they're going to put a big math problem out in the front of the school. Uh, an ocean math problem specifically. <laughs> and you solve it, and then like Robin Williams shows up. and uh, No, I'm kind of a dumbass dude. <laughs> 
Goodwill Fishing. Good, yeah. Oh, that's so much better. I was going to say Goodwill Ocean. Goodwill Fishing is so much better. (laughs) (laughs) So much better, dude. Uh, Okay, another question. Uh, Are you a control freak? I mean, you put the ocean, the fucking ocean, in a box. I'm just reading the notes here. Um, That's what the question says. Um, I don't know how to answer that because I'm a little confused by the question. The fucking ocean. You put the ocean in a box. And then you look at it. Sure. (laughs) Doesn't that just make you sick? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite? What's your favorite fish and why is it dolphins? Okay, it's not dolphins. I hate dolphins. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with dolphins? <laughs> uh, I, I, I like working with octopus because I've gotten to work with them when I did my internships at aquariums. and the, So octopus and different stuff like that. But I hate dolphins. I, I don't hate dolphins. It's just with, with marine mammals, they get a lot of attention and you know people start caring about them or there's other animals that you know that are way more in danger than some stupid fucking rapist fish because that's what yeah, okay, what, what are your feeling on porpoises that's a dolphin <laughs> so <laughs> a, a, have you thought about uh if the coral reef just got cuter <laughs> if that uh, would i didn't solve think things? about it that way you solved coral bleaching you did it <laughs> I, why did you call dolphins rapist? That's another thing. They try to rape people. Oh. Like, huh. like they're Aquarius. Oh. <laughs> uh, can you make a whale tank? Uh, <laughs> you could, but it's not ethical. I can't just put ethical. like a whale in a swimming pool? I mean, that's what they basically used to do with aquariums back in like oh. the 1900s. Nice. So yes. Yes, you can. You can put... Well, you can put anything in a pool. It's just should you. <laughs> you can put anything in anything, Josiah. You can put a baby in a pool. I mean, should you put the baby in the pool? No. Well, yeah, baby, they do like swimming die. lessons for infants. Well, yeah, but like if you just left it there, it would die. Well, yeah, Stupid that's why baby. you do the swimming lessons. Like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, we're glad we're here to talk about the ocean. Uh, I think yeah. that freaks what is it? me out. You ask me what the ocean is? Yeah. Yeah, well, what's the ocean? Like a big-ass water. Nice. Can yeah. you drink it? You could. Nice. <laughs> you know something is good when it makes you more thirsty, so you gotta drink it. <laughs> oh, <more>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like beer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it all pans out. So, uh, Caleb, why don't, you, uh, why don't you just spit some statistics about the ocean? All right, so Josiah will like this because he's, you know, terrified of anything ocean-related. Yeah, I am scared of the ocean. That's so, the, I, I want to make that clear. Only 5% of the ocean is mapped and explored. I don't like that. And an estimated huh. 91% of ocean species are are not yet classified. Why? It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That's I, my Jared, I know you're saying that sarcastically. That is terrifying to me. <laughs> is it? It is. Just think. We, we know next to 0% of the, um, you know, the animals in space. Yeah, I but know. Why is that not terrifying? That is terrifying, but, well, like, oh, right. but there's another... something about the fact that it's here. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's, you know, it's in the ocean, what, and uh, nobody looks at the ocean. We've only seen 5% of it. Well, speaking no, they... of, of space, there, uh, there are better maps of the moon and Mars than the ocean. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> to be fair, neither of those are covered in water. That's very true. The water is so big. The ocean's so big. And it's filled with just scary shit that can kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, on yeah. the bright side, um, 
you'll probably be dead before they get to you because you know it's the ocean that's yeah true. i don't like that either. also most what? of the shit that's going to kill you is the pressure would kill you before you got to the animal mm-hmm. and my understanding is that the drowning towards the end at least is a one of the more peaceful ways to go yeah especially if the water's cold mm-hmm. yeah you just fall asleep like uh, i had a one of my aquarium science teachers in high school he used to clean the uh the penguin tanks and they'd have to have two divers in there in case one of them started falling asleep fun story Uh, (laughs) like i don't like that why if i don't know it just freaks me out dude i don't (laughs) it's just so big and unknown i don't know Space also freaks me out, so don't act like it's, like, different. I think it's just, like, you know, space is, like, the final frontier, right? And then, like, but I don't feel like we've properly dealt with the frontier here. That is we the just ocean before. You know, I don't think we jumped way, we jumped the gun way. Yeah, it's like when you just kind of book a, skip a book in a series and then just, yeah. you know, say you finished it, but really I, you missed a... And really, like, if you think about it, our understanding of space and the scary parts of space are all just come from, like, putting ocean shit in space. Like, that's like Lovecraft, right? True, all the space whales. Yeah, well, not whales. Well, not whales, but, like, like squids. Squids and shit. Like, our fear of the ocean was, like, what happened before we got scared of space. But I don't think we properly dealt with the fear of the ocean, and so it's just kind of lingering in the background of space art. Yeah, but just think how cool that space art is because of that. Yeah, but I don't... Yeah. <laughs> well... Ocean man, take me by the hand, lead me to the land! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Caleb, tell us more about the ocean. I'm, that was a bad detour. We're just walking all over you okay. right now. I'm... Well, since you're talking about shit that scares you, I did a bit of research on the Big Fin Squid, which is your favorite. I hate it so much, dude. So I'm going to kind of read the... Not a lot is known about it because it's not seen very often. Before you say that, I guess we'll just say this is kind of just a low-key episode. Uh, Caleb's just got a list of cool ocean stuff he wants to tell us about. Yeah, just anything weird. It's not anything specific. It's animals. It's weather anomalies. It's just weird things that have happened. And I like that he sent us the list without telling us what they are necessarily. Uh, And I have made the choice to do no research, so... Yeah, yeah, none of us have Googled these, except a big fin squish. I, squid, I know what this is. I don't a like big it. Fin squish. Big fin squid. <laughs> <laughs> Little big, big fin squish. So I'm just going to kind of describe it and then what is kind of known about it as far as feeding goes, because they don't really know. Uh, so basically, it's a rarely seen cephalopod that, you know, lives deep underwater. Uh, it's in the family uh, Magnapinidae. Uh, <laughs> has uh, really long arms, which are about thirteen to twenty-six feet long, fifteen to twenty times the mantle, the mantle's length. The appendages are held perpendicular to the body, which gives them kind of like elbows. It kind of looks like a big spider. <coughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, and unlike other cephalopods, the tentacles and arms are the same length, so that also is kind of freaky about it. And it has very oh, large yeah, fins nice. on the sides of look, their heads. Look at this shit, dude. <laughs> it even looks like it's in space. It, it, it literally alien, looks like the dude. alien from the movie Arrival. It huh. literally oh, looks like that. Yeah, it kind of does. But like skinnier. It kind of looks like um, also just like what H.G. Wells' idea of aliens was in like World of Worlds. Aren't they just like a big ass cylinder? No, well, I re- not the not, not? sorry, not the aliens, but the ships. Oh, the ships. Okay. Yeah. So the way scientists think they feed 
are they they think two things they either drag their tentacles on the seafloor and just pick up whatever's edible or they use like a trapping method and pick up zooplankton that bump into their mm. arms so they they're probably not gonna fucking hurt you they just look really scary yeah. they do they do look really scary yeah and it's it's massive that it's just i don't like also that like if you google it all the pictures we have of it are very like grainy and weird mm. because they're all like they, bigfoot photos yeah because yeah oh god this gif oh fuck this gif dude dude look at that <laughs> it looks like a found footage movie it, i know like that dude it's like the blair squid project <laughs> oh i like that one that's nice yeah jared's yeah, just sending squid. nice nice stock like nice drawings of it doesn't look like it has very big eyes, which is kind of rare for squid. Or I can't see the eyes because the picture's so bad. Here, this one, they're a little more clear. Oh, did yeah. You, yeah. Did you just is. draw that? I like <laughs> no. how you put the mouth on the side because that's, <laughs> yeah. It's how they work. That, yeah, Trust they, me. they have a mouth. <laughs> I, I once dissected a squid um, when I, I was at oceanography fun. camp. Oh, okay. So, so you got some skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you could say I'm something of an expert. Yeah. Another yeah. fucking nerd. <laughs> another fucking Look, man. Nerd. Fish, fish nerd. I was eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go read a book, fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep sending this shit. All right. I think I move on. I grabbed this small thing because I think it would be something that you guys would really like because you get you you guys like CIA shit. True. Oh, we, that is we do true like CIA shit. That's true. There's this island called Burmaha that mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, UK, um, UK and Peninsula that that appeared on maps for like from the 16th to 20th centuries. And despite being on those maps and pre- precisely near other islands, Burmaha wasn't noted in a 1997 survey uh, nor an extensive study in 2009. So this caught <laughs> the attention of conspiracy theorists like you guys. Nice. Um, because if the island didn't exist, it would. If the island, if this island did exist, it would be important for determining the boundaries for exploitation rights of oil in Hoya Stedona. So Mm. some people believe the CIA just blew it up to expand their economic zone. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking rad. (laughs) But uh, scientists think it just sunk because of uh, geography and rising sea levels. No, I'm going with the explosions. I'm straight TNT. (laughs) I don't know. Let me let me reiterate. That's fucking rad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of squid pics, guys. Damn. Yeah, yeah. You've been sending a lot of squid. I I like the shirtless one. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of this is like. Yeah, I don't like the anthropomorphized squids that you've been sending. (laughs) I like them. The the hot squids that you're sending to us. (laughs) Don't kink shame me that's hot <laughs> just send it this is not an audio visual medium, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> one more just one more okay here we go oh i like that one it's like a little how yeah. how why are there cute. so many people that have spent so much time trying to make the big fin squid cute i think that's a fucked up thing well, okay, Mister, make the bear, make the reefs cute. <laughs> You're the one that said that. Well, the reefs are dying. You don't know that the squids aren't dying, Caleb. Are the squids dying? Uh, not that I, not any species I know of that are endangered. Damn it, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> Honestly, kill more squids. That's what I'm saying. No, 
<laughs> no. We've got a, like an anti-squid platform. I think we should get rid of all of our meat meat industry except squid. We just all eat squid now. I like squid. I'm yeah, okay with good. that. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but that's it. That's the only one, I think, since they're not endangered. But just think of how well they would be pretty quick, I think, in that scenario. Yeah, but that's, that's a future generation's problem. I really don't know that it would be. I think we'd work through them pretty quickly. There's, like, not a lot of meat on a oh, squid. Oh, God. You know? That made me think of something. One second. Oh, man. My, tri- my trivia brain is coming out. Oh, oh no. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, fuck. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this. Oh. That would be... You know, well, so yeah, I'm just I'm running off of my memory here, and that's like not never a good idea. Mm, um, yeah, man, I wish I could find this. This pisses me off. I didn't think of it till now, but there was like a all you can eat shrimp or something that that Red Lobster did or a crab. I don't remember, oh. and it it actually caused like an ecological event. Um, <laughs> I love that. Well, oh, I hate God. that, but. Same time. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I guess this is following the complete brand of me just saying hearsay. And if I can find a defense of this actually having happened, we can all come back to it. But yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. As you should be. And for your punishment, you'll have to edit all that silence out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's my own thing. All right. So this one is called The Hot Tub of Despair. Uh, that's what yeah, science this one is. I was, oh, exci- I was exciting, excited to bring this one up. So in 2015, an underwater lake was discovered 3,300 feet below the surface of the Gulf of Mexico. Because of its high salinity and dissolved methane, it's a separate entity that cannot mix with regular seawater. That's what, Ooh. you know, makes it a lake. So the fluid holds almost no oxygen, oxygen, lots of toxic chemicals such as hydrogen sulfide and the previously mentioned methane. The brine is four times more salty than the regular ocean, which is about 35 parts per thousand. So the scientists Mm. who found it observed animals swimming into it and being killed from the change of elements, like pretty instantly. (laughs) There's like videos of it. Nice. (laughs) So scientists noted seeing like pickled crabs next to it. (laughs) And the, 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 the lake's only like 12 feet deep. It's just a lot of salt. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I watched some videos of it. There's just, like, an eel, like, swimming into it and then, like, just, like, curling up and, like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's really... Yikes! Wait. <laughs> what, what is the name of this place? Uh, I guess scientists call it the Hot Tub of Despair. It's just a Don't worry, guys, pool. I got a pick incoming. All right. Oh, yeah. There's even some dead crabs. Crazy. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's insane. Yeah. Like, scientists talk about these, like, you know, separate water entities, like, seeing waterfalls underwater and just different things like that because of the different densities of the water and everything. That's fascinating. That's fucked up. It's like that because, you know, there's openings in the earth that are going deep down into the core, and that's why all these chemicals and stuff are coming up into that lake Mm. and killing anything. So the mole people are to blame. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So how does this tie in with the CIA? Uh, They put it there. Oh, yeah. Those fuckers. (laughs) They're like, you know, fuck this this eel. Okay, I'm going to make this stupid underwater lake to kill that specific eel. Yeah, they they hate eel, dude. Yeah. Whole thing against eels. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's rad. Yeah. I like that. That was one I was getting really into there. Um, Let's see. I got the really... Oh, I could do the creepy one. Oh, yeah. yeah let's There's two the creepy, creepy ones. There's a, like stuff. a gross one and then a creepy one. That's really long. Should I do the gross Whoa. or the long one? Gross one. 
All right. Yes. The Salish Sea feet discoveries. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so since August twentieth, uh, two thousand seven, at least twenty detached human feet have been washing up on the coast of the Salish Sea. The first cool. foot was found on Jebediah Island in British Columbia. All authorities in the investigation have ruled out foul play and blame it on accidents and suicide. The mm. feet would detach from the decomposition, like natural decomposition, and because the Kinda buoyancy. Like <laughs> oh God. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a foot, all right. So they yeah. think how they drift. So all the shoes were wearing sneakers, and that, that's how they're like floating, is what people are thinking, because of the rubber in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they th- some people also think the feet are coming from an Asian tsunami that happened in 2004. And then mm-hmm. other explanations are because of like the erratic current of the Strait of Georgia. Stuff can float like as far as 1,000 miles, and they think it like floated up there. What the fuck? <laughs> So it's just this one area where just feet keep showing up. Yeah, just on the banks around like British Columbia and Washington. That's fucked up. Yeah. I'll level. I kind of regret Google imaging this one. Yeah. <laughs> you heard you heard about the severed foot phenomenon, <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Google image that. That's not. Hey man, I be haven't disturbing. seen many severed feet, so like, you know, gotta know. You gotta know. I think they only found two feet that were from the same person. Like one. Oh, that means that there's a lot feet. more feet still out there. Yeah. Just law of averages here. <laughs> there are up to at least 19 more feet that are going to show up at some point. Yeah, you know what? that was a fun one. Before we get any deeper, uh, I'm going to go piss. All right. Very Legal, Very Cool is brought to you by Salish Sea Feet. The only feet that come straight from the ocean. Have you been looking for a shoe and also a foot to put in it? Well, we've got both. Sailor sheep sea feet spend time cooking in the brine. We uh, <clears throat> we heavily salt and then age these feet in a uh, a hearty ocean brine and subject them to you know the elements. And this gives the feet just such a distinct flavor. You. <clears throat> You will never go back to normal yeah, Salish feet ever again. Salish sheep feet. Use uh use the discount code in the show notes to get a discount on your next order. I'll definitely have to. Very legal, very cool is brought to you by the hot tub of despair. Are you having just a real miserable time of it? Well, you know, suck it up. So are the rest of us. But we're all doing it together, and we're all doing it in a hot tub. Just all of us getting around, getting miserable, staying miserable in the hot tub. And if you want to join us, you can. And we put a discount code in the in the show notes. So, you know, next time you want to hang with some miserable people in a miserable fucking hot tub that might kill you pretty instantaneously, use that discount code in the description and we'll get a cut of, uh, you know, what ultimately leads to your death. So, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> i'm glad we're tackling fish today yeah ha, tackle nice yeah thank you i think before i do the long one i do have a couple quick like weather things that are kind of interesting okay well it's been raining here yeah yeah <laughs> so uh there's a thing that will happen uh sometimes when two seas will meet so uh for example the mediterranean the atlantic <laughs> So Caleb, when they Caleb, Caleb. Do, do, do they wave? 
You're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> God. I didn't even that intend dude. that. That's literally the joke. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now it's going to get fun. boring. Yeah. Okay. So because they have their own temperature, slanty, and density when they meet they have like a barrier between them and the the currents and the waves will not like get to the other side of that barrier and it's like a different color basically like mm. e- like each like the atlantic and the mediterranean are like different colors so mm. you'll just see like a line where they just like switch huh and so the waves won't cross over that barrier so they don't wave no i guess they hate each other yeah damn that's rough oh it's yeah it's a it's a uh, ocean eat ocean world out there man yeah definitely uh, I guess another one is the Black Sea will sometimes steam because of the humidity and like the wind going across the ocean. So like the ocean will just start steaming. <laughs> nice. Uh, these are all very short. I was just trying to grab some extra stuff. Uh, just some one rapid one. fire fun facts. Yeah. We are all I about love that. that. Red Tide. You have to take a shot with every fun fact. I am underage. <clears throat> you guys haven't been? <laughs> Jared's just like fucking <laughs> passing out. All right, uh, red tide. So this is uh, like a rapid blooming of algae in the water where it turns kind of reddish orange and it kills pretty much anything, even humans. Yeah. Nice. And that just happens a lot anywhere, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I think that's all my quick facts. Do you have any long facts? I have a very long, creepy story. So let's let's dive into the, I guess, the meat. The meat of the episode. Yeah, this is the one that I learned about on a Watch Mojo and <laughs> I got really into and did a bunch of research I'm, on it. I'm sorry, actually, a what now? A lot of these I got from a Watch Mojo, actually. Some Watch of them Mojo I knew about. Video. It's like yeah. list, like a listicle video. Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. I thought you 10. went to fish school. Yeah, well, I'm not learning about like the disappearance of some crew on a ship. Well, I thought it was just like the general ocean things you pick up while you go to fish school. Yeah, you go to well, fish no. school and you read you read Moby Dick. Yeah. I do. I don't have it written down, but I do have a thing about Moby Dick, sort of, if you want to hear that. We definitely want to hear that. Tell me about okay. Moby Dick. Okay, so one of the whales that Moby Dick is based, based off of Mo- Mocha Dick. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fucking rad. Uh, it's a real albino whale that killed around 100 people in the 1800s. Because it would nice. protect, it would kill whalers, and because it, it'd be protecting like the the females and the babies. Hmm. It was like known for you know being white and covered in like barnacles and cuts and is, stuff. Is that one also a metaphor for God, or is that just <laughs> strictly a, a Moby Dick thing? Maybe. Um, oh. I mean, it's real, so like <laughs> oh, depends fuck on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not talking about a book. There's no metaphor. This is just some whale that killed people. Oh, I thought no. I thought you were being all neckbeard atheist there. No. Like, well, the main difference is no, this whale's like real. Unlike the <laughs> fantasy man in the sky. I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the 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 la- the final the good the big fact. All right. So the cr- the crew of Sarah Joe. So on February 11th, 1979, in the town of Hana, uh, in on Maui, the Hawaiian island, five men, Benjamin Kamala, Peter Hanchett, Ralph uh, Maliakini, Scott Mormon, and Patrick Wessner, went on a fishing trip on their boat, the Sarah Joe, 
When the five men left at 10 a.m., the ocean was calm and there was no sign of a storm. But at 1 p.m., a freak wind came from the mountains signaling that a storm was coming. This had John Hanchett Sr., the father of Peter, concerned with him. He went down to the shoreline to see if he could spot the boat, but there was no sign of the Sarah Joe. Like predicted, the storm arrived in the area. Strong winds and crashing waves came with it. John went out in the middle of the storm to search for the boat. After several hours, he went back to the sh- uh, back to shore without finding any traces of them. The next day, John went out to search for the Sarah Joe, accompanied by a marine biologist, John Naughton, but they found nothing. For five days, the Coast Guard and townspeople combed the beaches and the water surrounding the area. After these five days, the search was officially suspended. A total of 73,000 miles had been searched. People gave up searching, and the case was pretty much forgotten. Now, fast forward more than 10 years later, on September 9, uh, September 9th, 1988, the case took a weird turn. John Naughton, the same marine biologist from earlier, was on a wildlife mm-hmm. expedition in the Marshall Islands, which is 2,000 miles away from Maui. He was near a deserted atoll called Bokak. He spotted a small boat on the shore. Naughton and his crew approached the boat. They could see some of the registration numbers on it, and it showed it had been registered in the Hawaiian Islands. Approximately 60 yards from the boat, the crew um, noticed a makeshift grave. It had a pile of coral rocks and crudely made wooden cross. They discovered a human jawbone sticking out of the rocks. At the time, they weren't sure the grave was related to the wreck ship. There was no evidence that the island was inhabited, so Naughton wrote... Um, down the registration number and left the site undisturbed. The Coast Guard ran the numbers and determined they belonged to the Sarah Joe. The site was excavated and they discovered the partial human skeleton. A partial human skeleton. The dental records showed the skeleton was Scott Mormon. Another strange clue uh, found were some uh, unusual pieces of paper in the grave. The papers were in an unbound uh, stack, uh, three fourths inches by three fourth inches, alternated by slips of tin foil material between the pages. The Coast Guard has not been able to determine who placed the papers there or what purpose it served. Experts agree that Sarah Joe could have drifted 2,000 miles to the Marshall Islands. The voyage would have taken about three months. However, according to the brother of one of the missing men, a U.S. government survey of Bokak in 1985 found no trace of the Sarah Joe. If this is true, then where was the Sarah Joe between 1979 disappearance and the 1985 survey? What the hell? Yeah. (laughs) So that one is just weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um... Yeah. Now, now I'm on unresolvedmysteries.fandom.com to take a look at (laughs) reading more about this shit. I think that's where I got most of my information from. This was that website. <laughs> I don't know. It was a while ago because I did it before the day we were originally supposed to record, but you know that got put off. Yeah, Josiah. Of, yeah, what Josiah. the fuck? Yeah, Josiah. Why'd you why'd you cancel so many times? Twice. Yeah, that's really I, fucked up of you. You know, like I value your guest time. He's right? your I'm, brother, man. I'm your brother. I can't believe this. Believe it. Yeah. You, you ruined my day. You better believe it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we go historicmysteries.com i like these long silences gives me time to reflect on all the stuttering Mm -hmm. i did do when i read stuff (laughs) the silence lets the audience know that we're all friends and we're comfortable in silence (laughs) yeah you know you jared and i we talk a lot you know we we hang out Mm -hmm. we're Um, like best friends yeah he was really nice to me when we were younger too you were really nice to me too (laughs) yeah let's rehash this Uh, I was an annoying 12-year-old and he was older than me. That's about it. <laughs> he, he wasn't nice to me, if that's what I you mean. I didn't intend to be mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they all say, man. Oh, man. I'm a that's, target. This is this is new to me. I didn't... I have no... <laughs>
No, it wasn't any like bullying thing. It'd just be like, go away. Oh, well. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I stick by it. I did do that. I, I stand by that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, Caleb, why should we care about the ocean? I guess I guess that's where we can kind of take this in the end. Because you, know? uh, you actually have some thoughts about the environment and stuff. And as fun as the fun facts are, the end of the day... Uh, why should I care about the ocean? Because uh, we're kind of fucked without it. Because, you know, as far as climate change goes, we're we're seeing right now just more erratic storms and different things like that. So because of the rise, like ocean acidification and the rising uh, like temperatures, you know, coral reefs are bleaching and dying. And those coral reefs, you know, protect a lot of shores from tsunamis and hurricanes. Mm. So like, you know, places like that are just fucking destroyed. And as, as like the Great Barrier Reef, another place that's you know just dying because of stuff like this, like that holds so much life and so much meaning, and well, a, also a ton of oxygen that's made for you know the Earth comes from the ocean, from seaweed, corals, and everything like that. Yeah, and also you know the rising, obviously the rising sea levels from you know glaciers melting is a huge problem. Uh, the heat also sometimes makes uh, more algae grow, at, like more d- deadly algaes. It's yeah. It's a lot. A lot of a lot of animals are in danger from stuff like that, and we're most. I mean, because people more care about people, we're pretty in danger too. But uh, but I live in the Midwest, so there's nothing I do that affects the ocean, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I can't fact. impact anything outside of the Midwest. <laughs> fun facts: yeah. uh, farming states do a lot of yeah. fucking damage to the <laughs> no environment. <laughs> How would a farm impact water? Farms uh, are ground. Let's make enemy with farmers. Let's go. What's the problem with farmers? Uh, Pesticides get into our waters. Like, Iowa rivers are fucking polluted as shit. Uh, And as far as, like, the meat industry, that does a lot of damage. Um, As far as greenhouse gases and stuff like that. As also a lot of, just if you care about animal, animal rights, the unethical stuff about the meat industry, you know, there could be a lot of better like no matter how you feel about meat there could be better ways to do it than the way we do it what about like so like the the pollution what about the whole uh dead spot in the gulf i i've heard about that but i don't know that enough science about the, that the dead spot yeah i don't think i've heard of that uh isn't it like oh fuck are you talking about the trash ocean the, expert the, here the, trying the to talk up our our resident expert yeah the dead the gulf of mexico dead zone it's um like right at the mouth of the Mississippi River, so like all of the pesticides and shit from mm. uh, farming states just like rides down and then just kills like everything there. Okay, yeah, I'm, I mean I haven't heard about that, but that definitely makes sense. Yeah, it also reminds me because this is what I thought you were talking about. Because I mean it's not there; it's more in the Pacific. But there are these plastic patches, basically, where so bottles do break it down, sort of in water. Like plastic bottles, but it's they just kind of turn into these like micro beads. And there's these patches in the in the Pacific uh, that are just miles wide of just these little beads, and they get in fish's gills, and the the fish suffocate. And uh, but, you know that's obviously a huge problem, but you know there's not an easy way to really fix that, as far as we know. What if we just like go out there and pick all the beads up? All right, they're not like actual beads; they're microscopic. It's little. <laughs> Oh, bits of plastic. I was gonna be like, I was like, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can take them. 
<laughs> I'll fight the beats, dude. <laughs> this is this is how I give back. Just going to the ocean and collecting beads. <laughs> day in, day out. Yeah. Well, usually like when we have a conversation, we talk, you know, a lot of the stuff we tend to do has is like a little more political than, mm-hmm. you know, the fun facts about the ocean. So, yeah, so let's I guess, make this political. Let's make this political. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the environment. So I guess what is what do you think politically needs to happen to save the ocean, Caleb? Oh, fuck. Um, Fish janitor. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking Ted Kaczynski style of just blowing shit up. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we've got one vote for the Unabomber. <laughs> no, um, we obviously. I think the there's no way capitalism is a way that could fix the environment because you know that mm. it, capitalism runs off people being selfish and helping the environment, even though it matters to people. Like it's important they're no one's gonna do that so i guess some sort of <laughs> political reform um it's complicated obviously i mean who knows if we can even fix the amount of damage that is done but you know like even if it's impossible it's still worth a fucking try you know yeah i like that uh my my take is uh bomb and oil tanker uh jerry no <laughs> god damn it wait no that's <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do. <laughs> no, I was talking about like burning down ski resorts. You're you're literally making an oil spill. Wait, ski resorts? When were we talking about ski resorts? Well, I, when I was doing my Ted Kaczynski thing, uh, there uh, there were these people who used to burn down ski resorts. This that's my political real. views. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck ski resorts in particular. I kind like, of, I kind of wish uh, we, we had had Ross on this episode too, because Ross had this ironic take that he was doubling down on so hard. That was it. Letter of the suburbs, wasn't it? No. Yes. Yes. It was accelerationist environmentalism. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you got to pollute more so people see the effects of climate change and then they do something about it. I mean, that's that, you know, to your point about capitalism, that's how capitalism is going to fix climate change. It gets inconvenient enough that it is cheaper just to fix the problem than ignore it, then we'll fix it. Yeah, exactly. And we could tell that's working because of the fact most of the country's on fire right now. <laughs> right. And, yeah. you know. <clears throat> Portland is orange. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good news. That's why I'm Portland, moving in less, so than like... a, less than a week and a half. I will be moving into the flaming state. <laughs> so <laughs> that's nice. something to look if forward to. Oh, oh, yeah, if it's still there. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's left of it? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I was getting messages that people are evacuating to Newport because of the air quality. Oh, which is where you're going to school at. Yeah. Hmm. I think it might be a separate fire, or it could be connected to the gender fire, but... <laughs> <laughs> so so what gender what gender was it? Yeah, uh, was I guess for people that don't know this, the, the big fire on the, on the West Coast right now is been traced back to a gender reveal party where they were using explosives to reveal the gender of their baby with like blue or red paint that would explode out and that caused the fire. So 
Hilarious. Um, I, I saw, but like not really. Apocalypse gender. <laughs> I, I saw an article that was saying the person who like popularized the uh gender reveal party is saying like enough is enough these need to stop i just think about it i just think about like the the guy the guy who invented the nuclear bomb like all his regret and shit it's like the same thing (laughs) (laughs) well you know you know the famous apocryphal story about the nobel peace prize where it was like the the inventor of dynamite wake up wakes up one day to his eulogy or his is um uh fuck why am i um not eulogy. Epitaph? Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, his epitaph. Obituary. His obituary gets passed. Uh, it's like gets sent through because they thought he was dead, but he wasn't. He gets to read his own obituary, and it's like the agent of death is whatever, and so he has to change things, you know, and so he sets up the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, I like that the gender reveal party person is now going to have a moment similar to that and abolish gender. <laughs> <laughs> the gender No more prize. genders. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good run. And now we're finished. Well, uh, Jared, what's your take on uh, the environment? Uh you know, like the ocean, man. It's uh, it's pretty big. There's a lot of stuff in it. It's uh, a lot of yeah, yeah. kind of weird looking stuff, and uh, you know, it's just out there doing its things. Full of feet. The ocean's it- full of feet. That's my takeaway. You uh, you uh, would be a great politician because I explicitly asked, "What should we politically do about the environment?" And you would <laughs> want to say how big the ocean is. I, I just think that we should start taking some of the feet out of the ocean. You know, feet don't belong in the ocean, man. So, but I think take... we should take those feet and we should put them on the land. And I think, uh, I think yeah, that's uh, I, I, I that's my platform. To, we need to make it incentivized in market solutions to remove the feet out of the ocean i think that we need uh we need uh we we you know we need something that is going to bring we need something that's going to bring the public eye onto the feet in the ocean and that i'm telling you my people is more feet in the ocean till people start to notice we need we need tankers of feet just going straight in <laughs> until we've got feet coming up on every goddamn shore in the United States. And that, that, my fellow Americans, is how we're going to get big corporate America to care about the feet in the, in the motherfucking ocean. I said it. I said the fuck word. And I'm a politician. Uh, thank you. Beta O'Rourke, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Well, I think we've done it. I think we've ended the. We've reached the end of the content section. We are passing the comma right here in the space. Onward Whew. to the next segment, Patreon. <sighs> but uh, so with our Patreon, Caleb, I'm gonna send you the link. You have to give us a Patreon ad. Oh, you get to advertise our Patreon. All Tell right. us. You know, just like act like you're in an improv ad and tell tell everybody, tell the dear listeners why they should subscribe to our Patreon. I'm stalling right now because I'm trying to get the link to our Patreon. Yeah, you suck, there. dude. Get your shit together. Here's the link to the Patreon. Uh, All right. This is going to suck. <laughs> Um, I mean, basically, when you when you subscribe to the Patreon, you know, for the three dollar tier, you get uh, th- you get shit talked about you on Twitter, which is cool. And uh, you, you, we really gotta be doing that. Yeah, 
join our if you join their exclusive Discord, you get to join their exclusive Discord channel. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for five dollars, they'll talk shit about you on t- uh, Twitter. And so wait, wait. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, well, you get less for the five dollar tier. You get. <laughs> Okay, for $10, they'll talk shit about you on Twitter, <laughs> and then they'll talk shit about you on the podcast. That's what we'll do. That's our, pr- right. that's our promise to you. You guys only have three patrons? <laughs> no. I can't look. I'm sorry. I thought this was a professional podcast. What gave you that impression? <laughs> well, you had Buddy, me that's on, on you. No. Okay, the people want Caleb. Okay. Now that we've done that... We get to move on to the next segment of the Patreon segment. I'm sending you all a Twitter at right now. We're gonna God take oh a fuck. look at this Twitter account and we're gonna we're gonna ridicule him. We're gonna mock him because he's a ten dollar Patreon subscriber patron. Oh boy, LCD Dickens. This is this is LC Dickens. You may know him start as off. the previous guest on this podcast. Yeah, go ahead. What what's what's what do you got? Uh, was handles Iowa Chad more like Iowa bad? <laughs> Dude, get his ass! God, <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, he's changed his cover photo since the last time we made fun of him. Oh, it's just uh, someone saying uh, his his girlfriend telling him, "LOL, you're so weird." And then he says, "I'm not weird. I peaked in high school." I agree. <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to make fun of him because mostly what he does is political stuff. This is and, exactly what we've been um, saying. Yeah. I agree with most of it, so it feels weird. Uh, well, you can take a look at his likes. That's always a good way to find something, way to make fun of someone. Uh, he liked a tweet that just says titties. That's dope, though. You're not supposed to talk good things about our patrons. <laughs> Jared, do you have anything to say about our good friend? Our good patron? I guess not. Jared? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> Man, that's that's rough. That was some of my best content that you missed. Damn it. Let's do it again. Yeah. Wow, brutal. Ah no, you know, the moment's gone. But <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to say about Leo? He sucks. Just gonna throw that out there. That's what I've been saying. Nobody that's this clean on Twitter can be that clean in real life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he also has the deepest voice. You wouldn't expect it when you see him. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. He, he, his voice does not match his body in any any way, shape, or form. I don't like that he's got a pretty decent Twitter account. That pisses me off because I want to pick See, on him. The, well, the worst thing is like I I knew Leo like pre pre puberty, and then the next time I saw him, he was like twenty, and it was weird. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> you know, one time when I was younger, I remember because I was uh, an annoying ADD child as previously stated Mm -hmm. and one time you know i was hanging out with leo and his younger brother ian and leo just like looks at me and goes you know caleb you don't have to say everything that comes into your head and that (laughs) 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 i think that made me a better person but fuck you man i'm 11 (laughs) and that's it i mean that's how we we got him we got him (laughs) folks so if, uh, if some shittier people could uh, subscribe to our Patreon, we really easier. appreciate that. Uh, before we move on any farther, I've got a quick, uh, we got a review on Apple Podcasts that I got to read. Oh, boy. All right. We've got uh, from Izane Artist. I don't know. Says 10 out of 10. Would recommend. 
comfy friend vibes. Five stars. That's nice. I, I, I'd agree. I, th- I think we have comfy friend vibes. I think so, too. Whatever that means. Well, yeah. that moves us on to my new, my favorite segment. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What what segment is that, Josiah? Oh, that well, what? that is Twitter news. <laughs> yes! Ocean Man. Take me by the hand, lead me to the land that you understand. Ocean Man. That was that was nice. Well, I got some tweets for you today. Damn it, dude. got two tweets for you guys today uh here's the first one it's kind of a theme i'd say for these tweets so these are um i'm following the true original ethos of of twitter news which was just the worst takes that i found um (laughs) over the week somebody somebody like to read this tweet i'll do it banning incest because of birth defects is literally eugenics does anybody have any comments on this Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, that one's rough. Their handle is the neoliberal rat goddess. Yeah, oh, that explains Which it. is honestly it, more actually. offensive than the tweet itself. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I like the, uh, oh, there was a, there was a reply to it that was pretty solid. Um, oh, rat is short for rationalist, by the way. Oh, oh. great. Just, uh, just so you guys know. Oh. Uh, but there was a reply to it that was kind of uh, building off it, and it was it was like an equally bad take. And uh, I forgot what it was, and I can't find it immediately, so I guess we'll never know. That's so good, dude. Oh, and, uh, it was the uh, incest should be banned for the power dynamics. It's like a boss sleeping with an entry-level employee, but set to 11. <laughs> Which is just an odd take, and really makes me... Wonder how they see their siblings. <laughs> That's really terrible. I, for one, think my relationship with my siblings and my boss is very different. <laughs> and that the power dynamic is not at all the same. I don't know. I guess I thought this was an appropriate tweet to bring up as this is the brother episode. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hot. Caleb, is there a tr- problematic power dynamic between us? That I'm just better than you in every way, or mm. I think that's like a good I, I guess power dynamic. Problematic. That one's fair. Power yeah. dynamic. Yeah. I'm also funnier than you. That mm. honestly, on Twitter, I think you might be. Yeah. Yeah. He's that got the whole ape on a lake thing going on, which is pretty good. Yeah. And yours is well, not. You've that, also so. you've also been suspended from Twitter, which is somehow something that's never happened to me. <laughs> You're not radical enough. Yeah, yeah. What I said was very radical. Um, what was it? Well, I was expressing how much I hate country music, mm. and then under that, I was like, "I'm gonna kill Blake Shelton because ah, I hate him." Yeah, that'll do it. And you know, they they banned me. And I was like, <laughs> "It's what always the hell? dumb stuff like that." 
Yeah, but well, I mean, like, it's not like I had threatened someone important, like someone that mattered. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I threatened like like anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> I threatened I threatened Blake Shelton. Like, yeah. what's the deal, man? And, and you know, and then I got banned for evading. Uh, I got banned again with a different account for evading my original ban. You know what the hell? Do they expect you to just not make another account? Yeah, yeah. that's dumb. What the hell? Yeah, I, it's it's just sad. Man, I free think we speech should, uh, is under attack these days. I agree. I agree. You're being censored by the man. Yeah. Well. Well. And uh, your previous guest Ross in solidarity tweeted the same thing and also got banned. <laughs> Ah. I forgot about okay. so. <laughs> yeah, he, he, but then he thought it was going to be okay because he put a star in the word kill. So it was like K star L L. And no, then they, lo they... and behold, which I've been saying is kind of like if you watched your buddy stick a fork in an electric socket and in front of you <laughs> and you're like, nah, I'm different. <laughs> then you do it too. <laughs> no, you don't understand. It'll never happen to me. All right. The other tweet for you guys this evening is on a similar brand, I'd say. Right. I'll, I'll read this one if you guys, once you guys have this loaded up. <clears throat> this one comes from somebody who's, whose Twitter bio is uh, 18 Marxist. Um, also a friend and comrade, half of the Cowboys. I, I don't Okay. <laughs> the tweet says, Necrophilia is only quote unquote wrong. Insofar as it is a violation of personal property rights, the family owning the corpse as personal property, which makes it a lot less, quote unquote, immoral, whatever that is, than people think. Uh, Anybody have some thoughts on necrophilia? I'm just going to say it. Different This is a hot take. This is a hot take. (laughs) I don't think you should have sex with dead people. You know, I I think I'm I'm with you. Uh, yeah, but the important really? distinction is that uh, the only reason you shouldn't is because uh, it violates their personal property rights and uh, morals aren't real. <laughs> when we abolish class in the Marxist utopia, fucking corpses will be acceptable. This is uh, <laughs> only if you're 18, a Marxist, he him, also a friend and comrade, and half of the cat boys. <laughs> is he a furry i don't get the cat boys thing i don't really either i'll be honest i think he's a furry okay i mean he's wearing ears and he has an animal emoji in his display name yeah yeah also he you know wants to have sex with corpses oh that's that's bad yes but i like how how he phrases it which which makes it a lot less immoral than people think like like people are undecided on it like, it's like, yeah, you know, it's I think that's pretty more. wrong, but I don't like like I, they I could think, be swayed by his logic. I think generally whenever an 18 year old Marxist is putting scare quotes around wrong and immoral, uh, they're about to say something batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that's fair. Well, this has been Twitter News. <laughs> That was easy. Sick, dude.
That's great, man. Hey, thanks. I've been working uh, on that one. That's good. Well, I mean, I guess that means we just go on to uh, plugs and then we're done this evening. Yeah. All right. All right. Does anybody want to start? I don't have anything in mind, so I'm scrambling right now. Uh, Caleb, I think that I, I want to hear your plugs. I, I think we should let our guests go first. I'm a sad, boring person, so the only thing I can plug is my Twitter. So it's uh, at the bog hog. <laughs> Uh, let me, let me throw one of my tweets in here and I want Jared to read it as an advertisement. Oh. I don't, all right, let's all see. Right. I'd send Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I sent it like twice in like, do you see that? I don't. All right. I don't see anything. Oh, I know what I, okay. Hold on. All Dave, I know is I searched bog hog on Twitter and the first thing that came up was a tweet that said, Instagram is fat shaming the bog hog. He'll never gain brand traction this way. And it's a picture <laughs> of what appears to be a literal bog hog. <laughs> All right. That's not me. Uh, oh, I, okay. Yeah, I have sent is... it. So I would like you to read this tweet as an advertisement for me. <laughs> All right. So uh, the disgraced Oregon kid, AKA Blake Shelton lover 69 in parentheses at the bog hog tweeted ants on a log. More like ants on my hog. I have an STD. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's content right there. That was a pretty good tweet. Yeah, I, I was proud of that. You should be. Yeah, that's 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 some A plus content. Yeah. Really providing value to your user base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I just I just shit post and that's about it. No, uh, that's pretty solid. I insult Josiah on the regular. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing I do. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you do do that. That's about it. That's really all I have to plug. Uh, I plug saving the environment. Huh? Mm. Huh? Machine Gun Kelly? What about Machine Gun Belly and it's a fat guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'll go. I guess I'll go next because mine's just quick. I'm just gonna plug the <laughs> punk band, The Damned. I like them. All right. All right. Out of you, Jared. Uh, there's a there's this Twitter account that I followed recently that I think is uh, is all right. It's oh, is it Scoog? Um, at the Bog Hog. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's posted some pretty funny stuff. And he, he posted today, today is the day, dweebs. I'm finally becoming a full-blown white man by appearing on a podcast. And buddy, that's this podcast. That yeah. is good. See, I was just a white guy before. Now I'm a white man. Yeah, you, you've really <laughs> transcended. And let me tell you, I got things to say because I'm a white man on a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just liked that uh, some weird Friedrich Hayek fan showed up in my mentions and started insulting me. And Caleb swung in to my defense and said, you sound like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeded to block Caleb, which, yes. you know, yeah. solid. Well, well he sorry. blocked me after I said, go read a book, nerd. <laughs> so well, That's yeah. the best way to do it. I'm not an and intellectual, I- you know, this guy's just saying big shit and like, like, big, like big words. And I'm just like. Yeah, he What's replied deal, to you. Yeah. He replied to you with "Nerds rule the world," and I quote tweeted that and wrote uh, Frederick Hayek's "The Road to Nerdum." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I think we we've done it. We've officially pulled off. An, that's uh, episode. it. That's the tweet. This is the ocean episode. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, uh, my yeah, brother. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, you should have me be your first uh, recurring guest. You first reoccurring guest. Yeah, you should have me back. Yeah, we will. You know, we'll 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 bring you back on, and you'll just be kind of like on the panel, so you can help us make fun of someone. If you can bring, if you can make a hashtag, bring the bog hog back to uh, on Twitter. If you can make that trending, then uh, we'll bring you back. All right. Well, I think it would be fun to have Ross and I on an episode together. We're both a reader. Or that. Like or both. that, yeah. I feel like that would that would be fun. We'll see if that comes in our future. Thank you for listening to Very Legal, Very Cool, The Wet Episode. Ocean Man, take me by the hand, lead me to the if land you don't turn that this you understand. I like it. Ocean Man, the voyage to the corner of the globe is a real trip. <laughs> <laughs>